beautiful people <clears throat> welcome back to the second hour of love paths love talk i got miss tina in the house because uh guess what's coming anti-mall day <laughs> miss tina owns her and her, her beautiful husband they own a lot of studio and uh and a lot of good things come out of a lot of studio <laughs> a lot of good things uh but they've been doing this anti-mall thing for a minute how long has this been and where are you that looks warm and inviting. <laughs> Maybe I could just say it's a really nice Zoom background. Oh, it really is, girl. That's the best one I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so the Anti-Mall has been going on for uh, seven years. Seven years we've been in the building there in Westville. Um, and we kind of kicked it off uh, within the, the first few months of us taking over the space. Oh, it's, I didn't realize it, was, it has been going on that long. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there was, um, I, uh, we skipped a pandemic, year with right. pandemic, yeah. Um, so I guess then that drops the number down, but. Okay, all right. So how did it come about? Uh, you know, how did it come about? Uh, basically, we just, uh, we knew that there was a lot of artists that were in our building and uh, in our neighborhood that, um, we're always looking for places to vend. Um, the Westville Village Renaissance Alliance had done the tree lighting events for many years before this, and I had helped uh, kind of organize a few events that were based around that. Uh, and then once we had access to our own space, we thought that it was important to um, ride the coattails off of that event that had already started and just kind of amplify it in the way that we uh, knew how, which was just inviting other artists to uh, do something cool. And so, I, so I got the press release. Thank you very much. Yeah. And uh, and I I love this because uh, in addition to the twelve artists showcasing their work at Lotta Studio, you have thirteen private studios upstairs at the West River Arts, which I've been up there mm -hmm. many many times for open studios and yeah and open studios turned into uh, open source. Um, the private studios will be open this day and will as well. And <clears throat> excitedly. Some of the West River art arts artists will be having <laughs> guests in their studios um, on the second Saturday. So some That's of right. these, some of those guest artists are uh, Janet Brody, Heather Gordon, clothing brand two hundred three tree, two hundred three tree clothing. Yep. So let me tell people who the artists are. So sure. Then get your money right. Go for it. <laughs> so uh, Susan McCaslin, did I say that right? That's right. Uh, no. No Jimenez. Noe Jimenez. Noe Jimenez. David <laughs> Sepulveda, who makes okay. the best. Him and uh, uh, there's th these wonderful mobiles. Yeah, he and Semi started doing the uh, the mobiles. But David is a painter as well. David is many things. He's a writer. He's a photographer, a painter, a sculptor. And has the best hair of just about any man in town. Dulio mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> Jackson, who I know very well. Uh-huh. Um, Don Wonderly, Eric Epstein, Travis Carbonella, 
who is a, a, a filmmaker. Um, and I'm sure a man of many, many talents. Many too. talents. Many talents. Uh, Kate Stevens, who I have a bunch of her pieces of jewelry. Uh, T. T. Montgomery, who just got the Arts Award from the Arts Council just the other night. That's uh, right. Talented designer, fashion designer. And Howard L. Yazin. L. Yazin, yeah. L. Yazin, I'm sorry. Yep. L. Yazin. And Karen Azov. That's right. And so now when is this, Saturday or Sunday or Monday? Is Saturday <laughs> or Friday? What day um, is it? So when we first, when we first uh, started doing second Saturday events for the building, the intention uh, was to um, have a, a space where the community could come in and see what the artists were working on, on a very casual format. Um, we don't really uh, kind of strive for that perfection gallery setting. Like we really like the idea that you can come into the maker space and, and see their process and talk to them about what they are currently working on versus adding that level of stress to only show finished projects. Mm -hmm. um, and so the second Saturday event, uh, again, kind of started off of some other uh, events that were already in the process. Um, and we decided to just kind of have one established day uh, every month where the community was welcome to come into the private studio spaces. Um, so then hosting the anti-mall on a second Saturday seemed relevant so that all of us could do something. I love this. So I, I, I have in years past gone to uh, anti-mall day and, and bought things and mm -hmm. I still have them. Like, <laughs> yeah, like we, we really like to make crafted. sure that we're, yeah, that we're inviting artists that, um, you know, that make good things. Like the, the idea that you can um, support a local artist, support a, um, um, a small business and, um, and really utilize that, that product um, and love it and the longevity of it is kind of that works for everybody. I love it. So <laughs> are the artists excited about this? And how do you decide which artists? Do you put out a call? <laughs> like what um, happens? Do they knock on your door? Like, how right. they... <laughs> Well, a little bit of both. Um, so I was lucky enough to spend two years uh, working as the event coordinator for Art Walk that uh, Westville hosts. Um, so I really got to connect directly with a lot of these makers and vendors that um, were working hard to make a living in this in this uh, crazy freelance contract role kind of way um, and jumping around from markets and selling things online. And so uh, there was definitely certain people that I gravitated to right away, um, you know, the ones that had that nice balance of... Um, of business sense and visual aesthetics and their table design was well and their product was um, nicely packaged and thought out. And um, I really liked to kind of invest uh, my energy in promoting artists that take the time to really think about all of the elements that go into running a business. But 12 is a lot of people. 12 is a I lot mean, of people. Do you, do, you, do you think this is the cap? Or do you think, oh, you know, the first year we may, you may have had five artists. Oh, I don't know how many artists you had the first right. time. Right. Well, the, the, the first time uh, we were still over in our original uh, studio space where Pistachio now resides. Um, and I believe that it was about the same. I don't think it was ever really more than 15 I could fit over there. Uh, so now that we are in the 903 studio space, um, I can comfortably fit 12 to 13. So there's a few less. Um, so I have to be very careful about, um, you know, not making sure we've got 
the same type of product being sold by different vendors, um, kind of try to eliminate the competitiveness, uh, I guess, with the market. So we really mm -hmm. try to encourage uh, a good variety and some options. That's a lot of work because <laughs> yeah. you, you have to pay attention to each artisan, right? And say, yeah. okay, well, we can't have 20 soap makers and we can't have- Exactly, exactly. You know, and we try to 20... do that with Artwalk as well. I mean, Artwalk has, um, you know, most years we pull close to 40 art vendors in for that because we've got, you know, what, two to three blocks worth of space. Um, but coming into the studio, it's a little tighter. <laughs> so <laughs> um, there's, uh, I would tell you that, so out of the, um, what, what 13, 13 vendors, 12 vendors that we have this year, I can tell you that 10 of them are repeat vendors um, and a few of them have been with us since the very first one. So mm. uh, the fact that a lot of these vendors thoroughly enjoy coming, they're eager to accept the invitation. Um, it really kind of says something about how they feel about the event. Like we try to take care of um, as much as we can for them so that they just focus on their product, making their product and selling their product and packaging their product. And um, just like to kind of support them in the ways that we know how with good marketing, good communications, um, you know, designing flyers and promotional material for them to use. Uh, we've kind of steered clear of um, the printing elements this year uh, and last year as well. We, we didn't make any prints, but usually we do postcards um, and then small flyers to hang up around town. But we have definitely found that the social media platform uh, can kind of better execute what, what we need. Mm. And yeah. so is it, is it just one day or, it or is just was it one day. always one day or was it a weekend? Cause I feel like it ought to be a weekend. <laughs> you know what, that, um, I would tell you that about half the people feel that way, that it should be a two day event. Um, and, you know, hosting it inside in our studio where they, the vendors don't have to tear down a tent or a table or put away their product at the end of the day, it seems reasonable. Um, so I, I'm not opposed to, to maybe exploring that in the future. I think that when I had proposed the idea this year, um, a couple of the vendors were already booked for that okay. second day. So that kind of made the decision this year to just keep it down, down to one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And so yeah. what kind of crowds come through? Like, what have Ooh. you seen? I mean, I know, I I, listen, I know it's like, uh, <laughs> it's hard uh, to, to pressing bodies it. in there, right? Because yeah. I've got it. It's, it's, it's pretty, it's a pretty, it's growing to be a pretty destination kind of thing so it is I've been thoroughly surprised with each you know each year pe new people walk in and they're like oh this is fantastic have you done this before and I'm like yeah where have you been <laughs> um but you know we keep getting uh you know fresh faces that come through if I had to estimate I would tell you that there would be between you know three to five hundred people that come through the studio space mm -hmm. um and uh, you know we try to really think about the best flow of traffic um, you know, to accommodate that many people. So it doesn't feel too, uh, too crowded in there at one time. Um, and, uh, that's, you know, why it's a six hour event. Also, we kind of space it out a little bit thinking about different times when the brunch places of, uh, West will close down. Um, you know, then we'll see kind of a little rush after that, or if there's a long line waiting for, um, Bella's, then we'll see, you know, a crowd of people come through, and walk through the space while they're waiting to get their seat at the table. I like that. Yeah, I like it. So, <clears throat> um, do you charge vendors? Like, oh, like, <laughs> yeah. like, how do you? Is this a? How do you benefit from this other than supporting oh. artists and yeah. getting and getting people to see the studio and all of that? Like, yeah, I mean, one that's like the main the main thing, right? Because I want to make sure that 
um, at no point anybody feels like it's too much work and they're not being reimbursed for the time that they're putting into it. Um, I do charge the vendors and that allows me to give up my studio space for about a week because I do a lot of uh, preparation beforehand and um, make sure the space is beautiful, have tables set up for them and everything. Um, so I booked the studio out for a week and then I spend a lot of time doing social media posts um, and just making sure that the word of the event gets out there. So I wanna make sure that I feel compensated for that time because then it allows me to feel excited every every time that this um, this event comes up and I know that I can uh, dedicate a good portion of my week to just you know representing these artists. And you know, I, I, I don't think we talk enough in, in art spaces about the business of art yeah. and what that is what what is required for artists to sustain themselves, live comfortably, make mm -hmm. the art that they want to make and not have to have 20,000 jobs behind them. Yeah. That art making is a business. Can yeah. you speak to that a little bit, Mistina? <laughs> How much time do we got, Babs? Um, I mean, I think that that's, uh, that's really a thing that I try to focus on. Um, I mean, when we decided to start doing this event and I knew that I needed to charge the vendors, I wanted to make sure that they could not only cover the cost of their time and cover the cost of the um, the fee by how much money that they were going to bring in in the day that they were selling. Uh, so you kind of have to think about what you as the event person can promise to those vendors in terms of uh, kind of a financial stability with what they're going to get back from that day. Because um, it's a lot of time to kind of prepare what, what they're needing, they need to take into account their expenses, their materials, their time. Um, and you don't ever want to charge a vendor fee and then not have that vendor feel like it was a successful selling event for them. Um, I think in all, you know, in all, relativity you know being an artist is is an exciting um field to be in but you have to look at yourself as a business or else it's it's going to just drive you into a hole sometimes um more than sometimes a lot <laughs> so uh, I think that, you know, one of the things that we learned very quickly is to um, allocate a certain amount of time to take care of everything that needed to be taken care of to be an artistic business. Um, so you have to, you know, put in the schedule, you have to put down, okay, today I'm going to send out invoices, today I'm going to, um, you know, deposit checks, today I'm going to uh, make my schedule for next month and really kind of think about all of the other avenues that come into being an artist instead of just um, making the art, which you have to leave time for that. But if you are lucky enough to have somebody else, you know, as a studio manager or a representative um, or an artistic manager being able to take care of those business things, and that's pretty fantastic. But most of us don't have that. <laughs> so you have to kind of, you have to just kind of make a, make a schedule for yourself um, and understand that like for me, I have to dedicate time to pre-production and I have to dedicate time to shoot and then I have to dedicate time to the post-production. Um, because if I don't dedicate time to post-production, then my client's going to be sitting and waiting for their images for too long and then they're going to be upset and then they're not going to want to hire me back. Um, so workflow is a big thing that we focus on as far as um, the business side of running a lot of studio. Mm, I love yeah. that. I'm glad that you got to, to speak to that because I, I think I want people to know that art is a business yes. and that we love art and we have our feelings about art, but yeah. it is a business and, and artists really do need you to, to, to buy their, um, to buy uh, their, their, the things that they make. So um, 
so these artists that that are showing on Saturday, mm-hmm. um, they have their own following, I would imagine. Absolutely, they do. Um, so when we're doing all of our Instagram promotions, we make sure that we add those vendors on as collaborators so that they can in turn share the exact post that we're that we're sharing um, and kind of benefit from each other's uh, followings as well. Um, so, I mean, a lot of the vendors have a substantial amount of, of people that are really interested in what they're doing. And then some of them are, you know, much less followed on social media, but have a great kind of connection with their e-news list or with face-to-face people. I mean, whoever, however you connect with the people who are interested in what you're doing, um, we just ask that all those vendors kind of tap into that so that we can, um, I mean, running an event and running a business, it's it's nice if not everything lands on one pair of shoulders. So, mm. you know, we've got 12 to 13 vendors. We've got Luke and I, and we're all kind of uh, carrying, <laughs> you know, portions of it and uh, not really allowing one person to feel the weight, um, which is which is why we like to do um, as much as we can to support those artists on the promotional side as well. I love it. So let me, let me switch gears because I, I, you know, the more that I talk to you, the more I get to know, get to know you. And I'm such a fan girl, uh, but you're not from Connecticut. I am not from Connecticut. No. <laughs> um, I grew up in Montana. Um, and then I went to school out in Santa Barbara, California, uh, which is just North of LA. Uh, I love started, Santa Barbara. Yeah. It's one of my favorite places. I, I mean, it was really rough. Let me tell you, it was rough living there for college. <laughs> really, really challenging. Oh, the hardship, the hardship. I know, all the hardship. <laughs> uh, and then I worked down in LA for a little bit. And then Luke and I moved out to New York um, to uh, kind of get his career started out there. And then I was taking, you know, portrait work and some of the smaller work. We were down in the city for a little over a year. And uh, this country girl was like, I'm not feeling it. <laughs> uh, so New Haven was a great opportunity for us. We uh, literally just got off the train and found an apartment and uh how did you know to come to new haven like what was the <laughs> that, that's where the train stopped <laughs> like, there was literally no reason i was just like well i guess we got to get off now <laughs> um, so i mean it had it had a really great uh it had a really great balance to it for me um i mean i had access to nature and hiking and water um, and trees and grass and mud. And uh, I knew that I needed to, uh, you know, I'm the type of mom who loves to pick their kid up covered in dirt and mud and grass stains. Like it just, uh, I needed that for my kids. Um, and and then still access to an arts community. Uh, I mean, there's, I know that there's a, you know, a larger conversation when it comes to like what Yale has to, has to do with New Haven. But I was excited that that there was um, that kind of transient appeal to it. It meant that things kept getting fresh, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, you're not just kind of doing the same thing over and over again. Like there, there are elements of New Haven that kind of keep reinventing themselves. And that was very appealing to me. Oh my goodness. So how did y'all land in the village? And, and, um, and you know, how did, how did you know that this <laughs> would be the place and, and you bought this building? Well, so we we have uh, we have a, the whole building leased um, with the option to buy if it becomes available. But we will we will deal with that if that opportunity arises. Um, so I mean, I mean, really, Westville. Like I just it was kind of like a weird love at first sight kind of thing. Um, we lived the first 
uh, three years over uh, near East Rock Park um, and loved that as well. I made a, a solid group of friends living over there that, that helped me in those first few years of uh, new motherhood. Um, some great guidance and people that I'm still friends with today. Like our children have just known each other since they were, you know, one and two years old. Um, and those relationships are really, really treasured. Uh, so I think that, you know, one, the price of rent was a decision, you know, maker over there. Our rent was going up in our East Rock apartment. Um, we were in a two bedroom and we had three kids. So it was a little, you know, a little tight. Um, and started looking around and I, I'm not sure what the first event was that I, that I went to over in Westville. Um, it might have been Art Walk. And I was like, oh, here are my weirdos. I'm really <laughs> happy to finally find you. And I think that really, just really, really quickly, um, I got swooped up by you know the other mothers and artists and uh, and creators over there and felt um, just immediately welcomed and it was just really easy. I had a really really easy time just kind of sliding myself into what was already going on over there. Um, one, I think that they were looking for you know a young mother who had a lot of energy to take on more events and they were like, "You <laughs> come with me," <laughs> and I was like, "Okay," you know, just this like starry eyed and um, you know not jaded. And uh, ready, <laughs> ready to just kind of take a beating with, uh, you know, everything that that um, that I was going to take on starting from there. Uh, so, <laughs> so you're right in the heart. I mean, I, what I love about New Haven is there's art scenes everywhere, right? Like yeah. Westville is a hub, downtown is a hub, yeah. you know, uh, uh, Audubon is a hub, um, uh, Dixwell is a hub, New Hallville is a place. All these little pockets of art, uh, uh, the hill. So where, where do you see, or what would you like to see New Haven do with its art scene? And and, and I'm asking, this Ooh. is a very sort of, a, you know, I serve as the chair of the Arts Council. So, so I'm asking this yeah. question for a lot of reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that that's a, that's a, that's a very layered ask, right? Mm -hmm. um, so I think that, uh, I think that what New Haven does best is really amplifies young and upcoming artists. Um, I think that there is kind of this weird platform that artists hit after they've um, been working in the city for a long time where they kind of start to feel a little irrelevant. Um, and there and and there's that like balance of how do you keep um, again reinventing yourself so that you constantly feel and look um, like you're doing something new and interesting. Uh, and that that gets really tiring. Um, you know, there's there's a level of excitement when, you know, when somebody is like, oh, hey, check out this new artist or check out this this new person who's coming to New Haven and like everything is new and shiny for them and it gets really exciting. But there's this, you know, these different tiers of artists that have been existing and creating here in New Haven. And I think that it might be a little um, unbalanced in kind of who gets uh, not attention, but maybe spotlighted. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think that I'm excited to uh, to be kind of in that middle level right now where I'm I'm not new. I'm not up, up, upcoming. I'm not, you know, bright and shiny. Um, but I'm also uh, I still have this whole platform of artists who I am thoroughly astounded by, like all the time, um, who are a more seasoned demographic, who have like a who have many years on on me. 
Um, so I, I'd like to see kind of New Haven uh, find a way to uh, run a thread through all of those different uh, age de um, demographics uh, as, as far as like the, the layers of what types of artists have been creating here for so many years. I, um, I like that. That's a good, yeah. that's a, that gives me something to think about. Yeah. I mean, and when to... we came into Westville, it's not like we reinvented the wheel, you know, like there was a, there was a whole group of artists who had been there since the early nineties that had really laid a lot of groundwork um, for us to kind of step in and, um, and grow as quickly as we did. And so I think that that's, uh, you know, it's an exciting thing that um, when you're a new artist, you don't necessarily see that you don't, you haven't been around long enough to kind of see the growth uh, as to where things were and where they could go. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so both you and Luke are working artists. We are. And so how, how do you raise a family like that? Like, what does that look like? <laughs> what does that look like? Uh, let me tell you, Babs, I'm sure my children. I mean, your children are amazing. Stories. They're beautiful, beautiful children. I know <laughs> them you. and I enjoy them. Yes. Thank you. They're, um, they're just, they're truly exceptional, right? So they've, they've not only gotten accustomed to navigating New Haven, which is an urban environment, and um, they have the, the street smarts, I think, to, to kind of make me feel comfortable as a parent with them going downtown and running the buses or biking. Um, I mean, they go all over the city. And I think that I'm comfortable with that because I know that they can one, pay attention to their environment, make good choices in stressful situations. And um, yeah, and, and basically don't, they don't have a problem telling people what they think, uh, <laughs> which parenting that can be challenging. Oh girl, I know. But, but I know it's going to make for some great adults. Um, yeah. I mean, having, uh, I would, I would love to have our oldest daughter, like, or our youngest daughter, write a memoir about what it was like growing up in our household, because, you know, there's definitely times when you, when you're like, oh, uh, I'm sorry, I have to take all of the furniture out of our house so that I can stage a studio set. Um, and they'll like walk downstairs for breakfast and they're like, where are all the chairs? And I'm like, there's not, they're not here. They're being used for an art scene. Um, <laughs> You know, or when you have to like, you know, when, when you have to have those conversations about budgeting, uh, you know, with, you know, a seven and eight year old, I'm like, I, I know that you really want to, you know, go do this, but we have to in, invest in our career so that it can grow and then we can do things, you know, all together. And, and a lot of conversations just of, uh, you know, basic human things of, of making money and spending time doing what you love and spending time doing what makes money. Um, there's just a lot of talking in our household about very real life things. I love there's, that. There's not a do lot you, of sugar coating. <laughs> do you miss Montana? Um, I'm, uh, the correct answer is yes. Hi mom. Hi dad. Um, I, you know, I think that, uh, I knew that if I wanted to be an artist, I needed to leave Montana. Um, but going back now as an adult and visiting, I see again, how far that that community has come um, in supporting the arts. It just took them a little bit longer to get there. Um, mm -hmm. I obviously adore my family and I had a beautiful childhood, which was exciting. Um, and the, uh, the nature is a huge part, but um, I also don't really like bugs, so 
I did not know that about <laughs> yeah, you. <laughs> okay, thanks. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I will, I can tell you that we will never really move back and live there um, unless okay. I need to, unless I need to go help with anything. Yeah. I, I think everybody listening was leaning in to, to hear you say that, right? Yeah, exactly. And not be going anywhere. Like, where is she going? I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, we have, like, we have uh, seven more years left on our building lease. Um, and I think that at that point, my children will be out of the house. Um, you know, our careers ideally will have elevated to the next level. And I think that, you know, it's, it's fair to say that at that time, we'll really examine like what we have done in that building and where it's going. And, and if uh, we're needed as, as uh, in the way that we have been for the past few years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I love the idea of, you know, building something fantastic and then passing the torch for somebody else to, to kind of take their spin on it. Yeah, I, I appreciate yeah. that too. Just not yet. No. I think I think you still have lots to do in that community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ar- got around, at least around seven years. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> and let me tell you, you know, and I know seven years ago like that. Exactly. Exactly. You no, know, it'll go yeah. like that. So so tell me, what is the best part of your day? Bedtime. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, I wake up in the morning, help my kids get out the door for school. And, uh, and, you know, usually spend maybe an hour to two hours before I go down to the studio, um, either taking care of, of my space, uh, meditating, relaxing, like just making sure that I'm in the right mindset to move into a creative, uh, you know, thought process. Um, I think that I've, I've definitely been able, um, since my children have been a little bit older to take, uh, that time for myself, which is really wonderful. It's really wonderful uh, to be able to just spend a couple hours in the morning having a cup of coffee, uh, journaling or doodling, and and then walking into the studio around 10 to kind of start my day of either shooting or retouching, um, building a set, or taking care of um, other needs that come with managing a 7,000 square foot building. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I want to thank you as the chair of the Arts Council for the beautiful pictures that you've done of all the awardees over the years. I mean, they are just, I mean, I I think for me, that's the award right there. Like (laughs) to to be, to be done up, to be be Miss Tina'd, you know. (laughs) We're going to TM that trademark. Yes. I love to be Miss Tina is a, is a wonderful thing. I mean, year after year is just the most beautiful I, I think that's the art right there. Like that, for me, that's the award. People getting their beautiful portraits done in ways that they don't see themselves. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's very beautiful. So I, I just want to say publicly that that is some fine damn photography, girl. Fine. Thank so. you, thank you. I mean, it's really exciting. The the uh, you know the arts awards are, um, I think I experienced it just as a guest the first year that I was in New Haven. Um, or maybe not the first year I was in New Haven, it would have been like a couple of years into it, but the first year that I experienced it, I wasn't doing anything to be a part of it. Um, and a couple of my friends have been the recipients of those awards. So it's always super exciting to kind of cheer for them. Um, and then how many people have I got to meet and work with that I wouldn't have had that kind of connection to um, had I not been doing these portraits. I mean, the conversations that happen with these awardees, you know, <laughs> I step away from it and I'm like, oh, that was really cool. Um, and so I think that there's, there's not ever, you know, been a time when it's like, oh, 
oh, like that was, that was really a hassle. Um, like everybody who walks into the studio is just open-minded and appreciative and super excited to be, um, you know, being receiving this award and getting their picture taken. I mean, some people get a little nervous as, uh, you know, not just uh, for the award, but just being photographed. Um, and so you've got to take your time to make them feel comfortable, ask them questions and make sure they're ready to, to kind of perform and be documented before you even pick up your camera. That's, that's half the job right there is just getting to know them and making them feel comfortable really quickly. That's it. Well, you do a beautiful, you yeah. beautiful, beautiful, you and Luke do beautiful, beautiful work. And, uh, so I just wanted to say that publicly. So, uh, so it, uh, kicks off Saturday. That's right. The anti-mall. I, I love anti-mall. It yep. just sounds very revolutionary and rebellious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so that, that title, um, uh, Kate Stevens, uh, and I kind of sat down, um, and her studio mate at the time, Sarah Bratchel, who is also uh, a new even artist. We all sat down and was like, okay, like, what are we, like, what are we going to do here? Um, and we, knowing that the name was one of the biggest things that we had to like, make sure we got right <laughs> because, you know, it's like, holiday market <laughs> we're a little bit tougher than that um so I you know it's and I also like the idea that especially this year um the anti-mall falls uh before Hanukkah so we get to kind of encapsulate both holiday feelings and and really making sure that uh you know it's a shopping opportunity to support the artist and it doesn't have to be for a holiday like it's just you know we're just not big box stores we are here to stand in opposition of uh, the malls and make sure that uh, we give the opportunity for the patrons to come in well i love it thank you for your time this morning i, I so appreciate talking to you and uh, i love popping into lot of studio and i can't wait to a lot of studio after dark again and <laughs> I know. I'm throwing stuff at you like yes. <laughs> I am ready. So I I am taking, you know, I'm taking a lot of December to kind of get um, you know, get what next year looks like. We have a few things that are planned where we get to kind of start bringing back um some guest artists. I'm really interested in hosting some actual photographic workshops um in different locations, which is cool so that I can work with um either hobbyists or other commercial photographers to kind of share some of the lighting designs that we've uh, finessed over the years. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, that's like really cool to kind of feel like I'm, we're coming out of the pandemic and I'm ready to hit the ground uh, with yeah. some new opportunities. I feel you on that. And, yeah. and, and I think you're the best person. So if y'all are around <laughs> on December 10th from 12 to six, the anti-mall um, shop small is happening over there on uh, 903 Whaley Avenue in New England. That's right. Do you think that before we jump off of this, can I name the artists who are going to be downstairs? The Antimal, we said the ones that are upstairs in their studio. Oh, absolutely. Cool. Okay. So for the Antimal, we've got um, Black Goat Milk, who, I mean, like that symbol is everywhere now. Um, we've got Eric Davis with Metal and Woodworking. We've got Pistachio Print Company, who does screen printing. Ave Rivera, who is like the cutest ceramic cups and, and, you know, earrings and things that I've ever seen. Um, we've got Alexis Brown coming in, who is like, talk about fangirl. I'm like her number one fan. 
Um, Daniel Eugene, who's bringing in some of his new uh, photographic works from uh, track shows and car racing. I'm, I'm hoping that he has some of his clothes that he's been working on too. Um, Sammy Joe Jensen with Flora Apothecary, like great soaps, candles, smells, health stuff. Um, the Honeybee Project with candles and- uh, I love all, them. Just so sweet. Um, B. Meyer Studios, who does woodworking. Um, and our like newest artist to this is Zoe Jade Phillips, who is our neighborhood rug dealer, oh. making, making some rugs. Uh, we've got Dooley downstairs, Kate Stevens as well, and Kaya Smith from Smith Made Essentials. Okay. Well, awesome. I, I, that, there's a flyer. <laughs> Thank you, guys. So I, I, I'm telling you, Mistina, you have yeah. to do this more than one time during this holiday season. I know it's a lot of work. I know, I know, I know. Well, I think, I think that it's, it's hard to think that we can populate two days. Like it's a condensed shopping opportunity. So I know that I'm going to have a lot of people come through. Um, and I just kind of get nervous of like spreading it over two days. And then people are going to be like, oh, I'll go tomorrow and then forget. No, I mean, like, so, like, like, oh, throughout December the year. 10th. And then you do it like <laughs> December, like the next Saturday. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, multiple so Saturdays people, in December. Yeah. I'm just, that's just my own. I'm just right, being my right. own selfish ask. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate Thank you it. so much for joining me this morning. I really enjoyed talking to you. I really do. <laughs> Don't act so surprised. Babs, you know, it wasn't going to be too hard. <laughs> So thank you. And y'all get you. out to see on Saturday um, and shop for me because I'll be in North Carolina. So I'm going to miss it. I'm so right. sorry. But that's why you want me to do it more than one day. Well, yeah. Okay, <laughs> self-serving. <fine>. Self-serving. <laughs> so enjoy the rest of your day. And, uh, and I know it's going to be a grand success this weekend. So thank you, my dear. Thank you for the help in promoting it, Babs. Yes, my joy, my All joy. Right. So we'll be back tomorrow, y'all. Y'all say goodbye to Miss Tina and uh, Miss Tina, thank you so much. You're welcome. I'll see you later, right. my friend. All right. Thank you, Harry. I'll see you tomorrow. All right. Bye. Oh, Anru is here tomorrow, 1015. So get your Arishas in order. Hi, this is Dad Stroll by New Haven, Connecticut. And you're listening to WNHHLB 103.5 FM, streaming live at New Haven in